All right, welcome back in another Garage Talk with Jason Allen podcast. It's episode 33, and this is the first face-to-face podcast in a while. And I, I think, um, I think Darren Beck was the last one that was here in the garage, and and then that was it. And so it's been uh, video. What do you call those? Video, video chat. Thank you, video oh. chat. Like I'm so out of practice out here. This is so weird, and and we're socially distancing, uh, having this podcast. And uh, <laughs> my sister is here, Kim Nichols. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for bringing a couple of beverages. Cheers. I uh, cheers. I got you. Mm. Yeah. This is so cold. This boneyard from Bend, and it's like you call it a beer slushy because I couldn't even pour it all out because it's mm. frozen in the inside. But so good. It is delicious, and I appreciate you coming over. My pleasure. And uh, you've stopped by. You stopped by once, yeah, or twice. We were so, by once. Yeah, you stopped by to take a peek at the baby, and I, re- I reached out to you because um, I want to have you on the podcast for a couple of reasons. One, you're a hairdresser. I am, and you've been sitting at home because of the current situation. And it's very interesting that we heard from our lovely governor today that some things are changing and it uh, sounds are. like you may be able to go back to work. Uh, that is the understanding, although you just never quite know. It's like uh, we were first told two weeks. Everybody go home two weeks and then um, we'll go back to work. Everything will be fine. It'll flatten the curve or at least kind of level off the curve. And then it was 30 days and now it's how many days are we in? Well, tomorrow will be 40 for me at home broadcasting at home so that was and i think i'm trying to remember if i decided to stay home before because i did it on my own like i decided once i saw what was happening that but i think it was pretty close like and maybe it was even that weekend that i decided so it could be about the same or or maybe a week later i'm not sure yeah it was the week before spring break so our kids were like yeah yeah. we get an extra week let's go do something we're like no, 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 that's not the deal. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody we, is doing anything. Yeah, and everyone spent spring break at home, so it was, it was strange. You it know? was strange. It was, it was definitely different for us. We usually um, plan some sort of trip with the kids. We have five kids between us. And, you know, we'll go do something fun. Like, we'll go to Eugene. We'll go to Portland. We've been to Bend. Um, you know, multiple different things. And we like to be able to take the kids. We're very lucky and fortunate in the fact that we can go do stuff like that. Justin and I both ha- um, are self-employed, so we can work from any. Well, I can't work from anywhere. He can, but I'm able to take the time off and do that. And mm-hmm. this year was a no-go. Yeah. What was it like the first couple of days being home for you? Um, it's really, really hard for me to not work. I had no idea how hard it would be for me to not go to work, to not bringing, be bringing in money. Um, I am... Uh, hats off to stay-at-home moms. It is hard. And, um, you know, the first couple days were kind of nice. I was like, okay, cool. I can catch up on some book work. I can um, get some chores done around the house, you know, that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. as you know, with a house full of kids, there's always something to be done. There's always something to be cleaned. And you get to a point now, though, like, (laughs) how much can I clean? (laughs) Well, I'm for, over it. <laughs> for us, it's uh, I, I was about to lose my mind today because like we we uh, I had to swing by someone's house and their house was just immaculate inside. And what's I'm, that like? I don't I don't know. And I got <laughs> home and I told Kimberly, I'm like, okay, I we have a baby, so it's really hard to keep up. 
and we're all trying to do the best job. I'm just trying to keep up with the dishes. And I'm like, if they can't figure out how to pick up their stuff, like I'm literally going to back my truck down our patio, which I would never do because I don't want to, I don't want my pickup on the patio. But I'm at the point where if they can't figure it out, then I'm going to start hauling stuff off to someone who appreciates it. And and I and I read, I actually watched the video last night, and the guy said the best thing that ever happened to his family was the worst thing that ever happened to his family. And that was, they lost their house last year in the California wildfires. And he said that was because they realized what it was like to have nothing and they appreciate each other. They're nicer to each other. His kids are nicer to each other and the stuff they do have, they actually appreciate. And so I'm kind of at this point right now and I, I don't really, I'm not the one that puts their foot down most of the time. And I'm like, I am so serious about this. Uh, Dad is about ready to lose his mind because, like, I, just today I walked through here trying to get out to the garage, and they had the step stool out. They got the candy dish out of the um, cabinet in the laundry room, oh. and didn't put it back. And so I'm tripping over. I'm like, you can't. You got candy, and you couldn't even put the dish back. Like, oh. and so anyway, there's going to be a, 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 a coming to a head here. And I guess that's the long way of me saying that they get the house messy when they go to school. And when they don't go to school, it's like it's on steroids. It's Justin and I had to come to Jesus moment yesterday because neither of us, you know, we're both trying to figure out how to do the best we can. Like in the middle of this, the week that the kids went back to school online, which is a, oh, that is. It's a shit show it's, and it's not. So like it is, but it isn't. Like the teachers are trying. At least our teachers are trying. Hats off to the teachers because, and some of them are, I would say, getting closer to retirement age. You know, Mm -hmm. they posting stuff online or trying to, I can't even imagine trying to put your lessons plans online. You know, you kind of talk to the kids and da, 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 and you'd give your lesson and then here's the assignment. Oh my word, trying to. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even had to deal with it because Kimberly deals with it because I oh. start when I'm still on the air in the morning on the radio show. Oh, yeah. So she's been handling it. But like today, there was a, a Google Meet and it was supposedly supposed to be the whole class. And the teacher thought she. So she doesn't do the calendar invite. She does it like she did a PowerPoint and then it was linked in the PowerPoint. Well, it was linked to an old invite or something. I don't even know about all this stuff. So oh. there's like six kids on there goofing around, which they weren't being bad and we were monitoring. Um, but it was like 10 or 15 minutes and, and Kimberly's emailing the teacher and then she finally figures out like, oh, the link's bad. Sorry, my bad. Well, the other two teachers, because there's three kids at the same elementary school, they do it through the calendar and it's just this whole thing. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell's going on? Like, and, and that's what, like when we start the week on Monday... Mondays are the worst and they say Mondays and I try not to stereotype Mondays, but I swear to you when Monday hits, it's like the kids aren't ready to start back yet. It's like herding cats. It's a, it it literally is a shit show and I'll I'll be on the air and I can hear through my headphones chaos out in the Mm. living room and then I'll go out during the commercial breaks to see what's going on. And we have a baby and there's (laughs) shit all over the floor. And I don't think I've ever cussed this much on the podcast, but folks, this is I'm where contagious. we are. This I'm is contagious. Where we are. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've known you longer than anyone else, really. Yep. I mean, aside from our parents, right? Longer yeah. than our little sister, who's a couple of years, what, four, four and a half years younger than me. Yeah. And we're only about 18 months apart. I'm pretty darn um, close. So yeah. really, I've known you longer than anyone. And for those of you listening who don't know my sister, we're similar in a lot of ways. We both have a little bit of a crazy streak in us. And by a little, it's 
it's a good mile and wide. if we hang out then it's trouble <laughs> and, and then you add beer to the situation and it's even better although we do have some really good stories yeah and we may get to some of those here in a little bit and so but you may as a disclaimer i have a terrible mouth and i've tried to curb it and i so if you're listening with children not a good idea <laughs> not so a good now's idea. a good time now that i've already <laughs> said shit four times now's a good idea to, now's a good time to warn you because i i i feel most comfortable about those close comfortable geez i'm on my first beer feel most comfortable around those I've been around for a long time. So my <laughs> wife has kind of curbed the profanity, which is good. But at the same time, like today, like mm-hmm. we don't, I know you're a little bit, bit different than I am as far as like occasionally in front of the kids or not. But like, I really try and do a good job. My today, kids I mean, are a little bit older now too. Yeah. And that's different. Yeah. I mean, my son is, my son will be 15 this year. My daughter's 12. Um, we have another 15 year old in the house. My stepson's 15. Mm-hmm. The next stepchild is 12. He, him and Roxy are only a couple days apart really. And then the youngest is a nine year old, which she's hilarious. So, you know, we've gotten kind of past the stage of like, oh no. And they know like, Hey, we should probably shouldn't repeat that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure our parent of the year awards are in the mail. They're going to show up any day. <laughs> well, the way I but look at it. But it is what it is. I, my wife and I are a lot different uh, when it comes to that as far as like, I'm like, I I mean, we had pretty strict parents. Like, yes. we didn't really hear. Our mom would occasionally say something. I remember. She'd the, let it fly. I remember the first time I heard our dad say the F word. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. What was it? Okay, so... Do you remember, we had a good sized piece of property, uh-huh. but around the house, he he's old school and he's going to do things the old fashioned way. So we dug trenches around the property, buried PVC pipe to put in spigots all the way around the house. Oh, so that's we didn't, right. So we didn't have to drag a hose, you know, instead of having 12 hoses strung together, you know. Because we didn't have in-ground sprinklers. That wasn't a thing. That, that was wasn't going to be a thing. We didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That anybody else had those things. And we, I think it was just mom and I were getting ready. We hopped on the horses. We were getting ready to ride somewhere. And mom's horse clipped one of those sprinkler heads right after. (laughs) (laughs) And it it was a fucking geyser in the middle of the front yard, on the corner of the front yard. And he went off and i was laughing i was probably i don't even couldn't even tell you how old i was yeah i was younger for sure i'm trying to think my memory's terrible mine is getting there um but i was laughing so hard i had to get off my horse because i was going to fall off and we he had to hike all the way up through the pasture to, to get shut to the well the valve, to shut yep. off the valve <laughs> that's hilarious but i was so shocked and so it was so funny, but anytime, anymore, like he's around me and stuff comes out of my mouth and he makes a face just like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe you just said that. Are and you I'm really like, my child? Yeah. And I'm like, you have the most off color jokes of any person yeah. I have ever heard. So where did it come from then? My mouth? No. Yeah. Oh, you're- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably just a... I think it's I maybe know. just a. I, I guess don't it's, care. It's hard to say DNA because they didn't really. I mean, mom occasionally, but nobody really. I can't, and nobody we really hung out with. I don't know. Well, the mechanics at the truck oh, shop. Oh, okay. I mean, when I started working there, I remember when I came home and mom's like, Ugh! and I was like, 
that's all they ever say though and you just get used to it and you don't think about it you don't even notice well and they thought you know what i was i 16 16 17 and i was waiting tables at the village inn and i picked up working at the office too mm-hmm. and um, they sent me down to the truck shop they're like oh yeah you can go down there and do some filing i don't know what they were thinking putting me in a truck shop which is freaking hilarious right all these like guys that were in the army and the marines truck drivers mechanics i mean delivery guys in and out just you know they don't notice and you're just sitting in the office with the door open howling laughing and i'd poke my head out and they'd just be like oh. <laughs> whoops oh i'm really sorry i'm like whatever yeah it. <laughs> it is what it is yeah i don't know that's one of those things that i mean i hate to offend anyone and i try not to say well, too many words but at the same time i like to be descriptive and sometimes that means a certain word that needs to get the point across right um yes and i do you know i work in a salon and currently i'm in an area where i'm well, currently I'm in <laughs> the same place I am at home, <laughs> which probably it's like, can I say this? I said this on a zoom class the other day and this girl was so offended. Like it's like Tourette's at my house. Like there's kids on video <laughs> games like, yeah. and they're popping off like, skirt, skirt. skirt. I'm like, huh? Huh? What, what are you saying? Then I'm like, pick up your shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I'm famous for going upstairs and getting the roll of garbage bags and like had it done. Yeah, that's today. To I, original, last night like. and today, I know squirrel, but I know where the bags are. Not they're right, right over my left shoulder here in this room. And I was oh. like, man, I, I'm so close to pulling mom's trick of like just yes. loading it up. And I told him, I'm like, I'm telling you guys, I'm so close. And that's what I was saying. Of backing my pickup down the back porch, and just loading it up. And they're like, that's not fair. I'm like, I'm about ready to show you fair. Oh. Like, and their eyes get really big. And I know it's terrible. They start crying. It's like, man, they're girls, but they're crazy sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's too bad you didn't pass on any genes. Of oh, good <laughs> Lord. Well, anyway, yeah. So how did this all start? Oh, about what it was like the first couple of days being home. And then. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. There are so many different personalities in our house and, Justin and I are pretty close personality wise. We're pretty even, just pretty even keeled. It takes a lot for either of us to really lose it. So we're going along. We're like, we're crushing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have a week off. We went and bought board games and we have new bikes. And so we can all go on bike rides together and play board games. And like, it was great for <laughs> about three days. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, honestly, it could be, it could be so much worse. And there are some great things that have come out of it. But yeah, it it does get tense. And luckily, the weather's been good this year. Oh, Fairly decent. Thank oh, goodness. If be- it was a normal Oregon spring, oh, I think we'd see some really bad things. I know. I, I completely agree. And luckily, you know, like I said, we're very fortunate. Justin is still working. Um. Which, by the way, Justin was on an earlier episode. He was. At the very beginning. Was he number two? Um, have, I think you had Campbell first. Well, actually, technically it was Noah. Uh, let's see. It was me by myself on the first one. Then yeah. it's Deputy Strohmeyer. Oh, that's right. Which I, I should talk to him and touch base because he's the one that patrols the Greenway. And they, uh, things have escalated there with all of this situation. But Justin was episode three. He runs ScoopDuck.com. And yeah. uh, that was a good one. And, um, but anyway, uh, carry on. 
I interrupted. No, you're fine. Even no, Keel, you oh, said. Oh, you know, we're pretty like, okay. You know, we're. <laughs> this frozen beer is not working for me. Dude, it's. Beer slushies are like the unicorns of if beer. If I could just open the top of the can just and dump it in here, yes, but I can't get it out of the hole. And so, you're like shaking it. See, this is what this is. If it was up to my wife, this is what she would do to me right here. She would freeze them all, so I could. Have, it would take me three hours to drink one. Don't tell her. Well, that's the thing too. Like, are we gonna get out of here and all need like AA meetings? And <laughs> I've actually paced myself pretty well. I me mean, too. aside from like, but the difference is, I decided. Well, not decided. The circumstances warranted a couple of beverages per night, and I managed to just, for the most part, keep it to a couple of beverages. Now, there may have been a night here or there where I had a couple times, too, but I was still... Well, yeah, I mean... I've maintained, so... Well, and, you know, it puts so much stress on people being home, and um, so many people have had incomes cut, and then you're at home, which is not your usual setting, and... And especially with guys, like, you're, I wouldn't say self-esteem, but a lot of times, like, your self-worth and stuff is wrapped mm-hmm. up in your job. So then when you're at home and you're, like, changing diapers, and not that there's, like, roles I'm the worst person to talk about, like, what's appropriate and what's not, or whose role is whose, because we don't do that in our house, and I've never been a fan of that. But you are at home, and it's not your normal, like, here you are doing dishes, and usually you're out, like, mm-hmm. providing. And, oh, Pull that a little bit closer to you. Just grab that. There you go. Can I touch stuff? Is it allowed? Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get out the bleach wipes when you're done. That's fine. <laughs> Just pour some beer on there. It'll kill it's it. fine. Yeah. No, you know, and that's what I think. I think what has been from what I read, and I've tried to stay more off social media because, man, uh, it's rough and people judging people. And that's, I think, is the worst. And Let me just say something before I forget. Oh, I had, sorry. I had a thought today. You did. That's was somewhere along the lines of, and I'm closing my eyes so I can think for a second. It's like <laughs> if you're if you're being an asshole to someone who Ooh. doesn't believe what you believe in, you are the asshole. Yes. And it just popped into my head, and I saw someone like bashing someone for talking about this viral video, and I'm thinking you're no better than they are. Mm-mm. And you're trying to tell someone what to think. And it's really, that's what's really discouraging about this. There's been a lot of great things with There's the kids, being around the kids. Things, yes. I mean, reconnecting with people, actually having time. Oh, to, time home with my kids. I yeah. mean, usually we have five kids in five different schools and five different sports or activities. And you never our stop. Nights are, it takes us, well, all of our kids are in different schools, all five of them. Which is insane. It is insane. And there's one that can ride the bus. So... Our morning consists of two hours, each of us, getting kids to school. And then, you know, Justin sits down and works. And I go to work usually. And then, you know, it's me running from work to pick up my kids or his kid, you know, whoever at that end of the valley. And then him picking up that end of the valley and getting home and trying to make dinner or planning dinner, you know. And then getting kids from practice and we are huge proponents of sitting down at the dinner table with the kids every night Mm -hmm. every night we have them that's very important to us that has from the very beginning until now we and if it means we eat dinner at eight o'clock at night then it is what it is um but that is the good part is man we have spent so much time with the kids and well yeah there's times where you get out the garbage bags and <laughs> you're losing your marbles. 
there are some very sweet times. Um, I went back to school the same week. I went to school um, when I got out of high school. I was going to cut hair my whole life, and um, things have kind of changed a little bit, and I've gone back to school. I'm, I will still do hair for quite some time. It's going to take me a while. Um, I am trying to get into nursing. So, Which, uh, talk about an interesting time to get into nursing. It was. I'll, there are some really good parts to that. Is, um, I was on the waiting list for a lot of classes I needed to get into or wanted to get into. Um, it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough nursing schools out there. There are not. There's a nurse shortage and not enough nursing schools. There's not necessarily not enough people to be nurses. It just takes forever to get a spot. And the, That's the way I understand it. And there, the criteria to get in. Now, mind you, I completely understand. Like you, not to offend anybody, but <laughs> not that I care, but you have to have a brain in your head. Like you're dealing with life and death situations all day long. That's what you do. Um, but the criteria to get in is insane. And when I read that list, I was like, whoa. Am I going to be able to jump over this hurdle or not? And it's going to take a while. You know, I can't just quit what I do. I have, you know, we have kids. I can't just study 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I don't have that available to me. But um, I was on a waiting list for several classes and right about this time this stuff started escalating <laughs> they're like i kept getting notifications oh we've put you in this class we've put you in this class we put, i'm like i can't take 24 credits mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'd love love to have that ability but i can't i don't know anybody that could pull that off so um but yeah talk about crazy is me trying to <laughs> relearn algebra and, mm-hmm. and i don't ever want to do that that's one thing this whole homeschool thing has taught me oh man yeah, i didn't make it through college for a reason it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounded like I was surprised. I'm not surprised, but right. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And um, yeah, it's interesting because not only are you working in a field that got shut down, mm-hmm. you're also going to nursing school mm-hmm. to get into a field that's dealing with all these crazy situations right now. And so it's like a twofold. And that's what that's why the timing, I think, for you to come over is perfect. Not that we don't have... 8 million other things to talk about. We could sit out here for probably six hours. <laughs> and that would be part one. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could have a couple more parts after that. I'm happy to come back whenever. Um, so, yeah. So, you're trying to do school for nursing and homeschool for the kids. The kids. And we have, you know, we have two freshmen in high school, two sixth graders and a third grader. Because you have a blended family. We have a blended family. And... If you've seen the movie Blended, that's our house. Like, <laughs> you have so many personalities, and it's so funny. And But like I was saying, I was sitting um, at the dinner table the other night, and it was probably – and I mean, our kids stay up late sometimes because by the time we get dinner on and, you know, we've gone through the day, it's like, oh, holy shit, it's 11 o'clock at night. And I, Gage and I are sitting at the dinner table doing homework, and here comes Taylor, who is our 9-year-old, and comes up with this picture that she had hand drawn. And to backtrack a little bit, a couple nights before we had tucked the girls in there in the same room and um, she sits up in bed and she's like, can I ask you something out loud tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. You know, you know, it's late, close your little eyes, you know, go to bed, but yes, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about tomorrow. And so um, 
a couple days went by and I hadn't really thought about it. So Gage and I were sitting there. I think Gage and I were sitting there doing homework and she comes over and I have little earbuds in and I'm listening to an algebra lesson and she taps me and she's like, hands me this paper and she had drawn out this, um, this picture and it has a heart on it and it says stepmom and she's like, can I say that I love you out loud? Oh, wow. And I was just like, I'm not a crier. As you know, it's really. I got that part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it skipped me. I It's because I'm a Virgo. That's why. Oh, well, I'm a Sagittarius, I think. No, I know I am. But I just don't. It takes a lot for me to, like, really lose it. And so I'm sitting there just, like, I'm crying. And she's looking at me like, oh, no. Like, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, no. And so I hugged her and, like, kissed her on the cheek. And I'm like, anytime you want to say that, and I love you, too. And, you know, just, like... Mm-hmm. So there are those moments of just awesome. Like that is such a gift. Yeah. Because so many step parents don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I know for us, there's been so many different things that have happened. There was one day where, well, there was one night where, because the kids play area has pea gravel in it and it grew a bunch of weeds. We didn't put down the weed fabric and (laughs) grandpa called for something. And he's going on and on about something. I said, hey, is your dump truck working? Because I need some pea gravel. And I haven't gone anywhere, but I'm willing to drive at least to Copeland Landscape to swipe my card so you can bring me some pea gravel. Because yeah. these kids need a play area because we're going to go nuts if we don't get that play area back up and going. Because oh, yes. I had torn it apart and I scraped all the gravel out. <laughs> is that and, when you took over PE for the day? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And so I'm, I, I get off the air and I'm on a work call. I think I was talking to Jamie over at Cartwrights and we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on because it was like peak chaos, right? And they're oh, going gosh. crazy and he's trying to figure out can how I he's going to clean what can the I store. Do? Yeah, yeah, all these things. And and I'm talking to him and my phone starts blowing up and I'm looking down and it's him and I'm like, okay, he's calling and now what? I thought I heard something. I thought I heard something running outside and I, I'm on the phone and my phone keeps going and then pretty soon the kids are freaking out. Great grandpa's <laughs> in the driveway in the yes. dump truck. Like this is literally like maybe 12 hours after I talked to him. I'm like, oh. shit, he went and got gravel and didn't even say anything. That's that's what happens. So I'm trying to listen to Jamie and I'm trying to get out there because he's parked and he's waiting. And he's ready to go. And so I run outside, you know, throw some flip flops on and because I've been wearing shoes like I've oh. shorts and a T-shirt every day. That's how I've been rolling. Talk about needing a pedicure because we've done home improvement projects outside. Oh. We've ripped out. Pla- I'm running around without shoes on. I'm like, oh, I just don't even wear shoes hardly no. anymore. Except, uh-uh. you know, when I have to go out when I go out here, when I get my long phone calls, I go out on the road and walk and rack up my steps. But anyway. He had the pea gravel and dumped it in there. And so the kids and I just scrapped whatever was going on for the next couple of hours. And I put work. I mean, I was checking my emails, but and then I ended up working later. But yeah, I just put them all to work and we got it all done. And it was like one of those things where any other normal time that never happens. And they're so stoked. They've been playing. They've been swinging out there. And he's like, yep, you're good to go. I got to go get your grandma some something on Lower River Road. I'm out of here. And off he went. And it was like. (laughs) Okay, well, <laughs> see you later. Oh, when you turn to the side, your neck hairs. Uh, she turned so, them once. But you have the one side that flips. Oh, the hair. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, the hair is starting to flow. Aunt Susie, I saw her yesterday, and she's like, oh, my God, I've never seen your hair that long. I hair. said in high school it was for a little while. Actually, Do you remember when we cut you a mullet for a while? 
We cut the... Why are they... What's happening? So we're... In the garage with the garage door open because it's warm outside and the neighbor kids are playing in the irrigation ditch and I don't yes. know if one just got bit by a snake or if they're just fighting or excited. Or one's trying to drown the other, which would have been us. So this must have been, you brought me a picture of my sophomore year in high school yes. from the news review and I, I, when did I have, I had my long hair when I was playing baseball too, but this one doesn't have it. So maybe it was my freshman year. I, think I can't it, I think, remember. I think it was my freshman year and then it ended up being short later on, but anyway. Um, yeah, my hair is really, it's, it's going, I'm working on it, but things are starting to open up. So now I don't have an excuse, but I'm, I might let it, you the top's might. getting long. Look I said I was going to let it go till I can get the man bun. Dude, you should totally do it. But, um, the hell are we talking about? Oh, grandpa. Oh yeah. Just show up. Just things happening. Like good things happen. And even weeknights where it's like, well, we, people are like, can we come by? I'm like, you know, more recently, can yeah. we come by for a baby viewing, you know, social distancing outside the window? And it's like, this is killing me. I know. I'm so, I'm, I'm not say, sorry I'm, because talk about a cold beer. I'm on the first one. I haven't even made it halfway through because it's frozen. I'm just going to have to get a different one. And well, can oh, I do that and let that. Yeah. Fall? Okay. Help yourself. I'm not going to guarantee the rest aren't frozen, but I'm pacing myself because this one's 11%. Yeah, you. There's an RV out back. <laughs> no kidding, huh? I'm gonna try this other one that you said was a. Oh, that blood orange one. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, I think I have several of those. If you want those. Yeah. I can't. Is that one a pale? I don't even care. It's six percent. Yeah. It's thirsty Thursday. Um, oh, oh, that's right. Oh, oh you're welcome. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> it's another frozen job. Yes. I am. Jeez, how cold do you have the beer fridge at your house? Dude, that's not even it. So I took those out of the fridge at one thirty, and I put them in the cooler, and then I put the little ice pack things in there, and then I hopped in the shower. Because honestly, like, we go days without a shower. This is the first... You go okay. days without a shower? How do you do that? I have to... Well, I did that one day, and I couldn't do it the second day. Um, I just get busy and like homework and then making dinner or you know we have to go to the grocery store a couple times a week because teenage children yeah i mean there's there's no option if you want vegetables and fruit and that's the thing that we is, haven't eaten as much of that because we just refuse to go to the grocery store because yeah. we are scared of the baby and uh yes so anyway I have a freaking mess over here, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I have stuff spilled all over, but I don't care. How much did I get out of that? I, don't I got know. like a, I got like an eighth of a cup, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, it helps you just maintain. And the kids got quiet out back, so I don't know if if it you know, was. There might be like us, and one probably tried to drown the other, and then the oh, one tattled, and you know. Okay. So anyway, um, talk about nursing school and. Oh, and cutting hair, and you may be able to go back to work now shortly if they. Well, here's here's the can thing. Can you pass all the? Can you jump through all the hoops that are required? Or do I want to? I mean, here's. What does he, that mean? Yeah, like what is that? The guidelines, and it changes from day to day, so I don't get super hopped up until it's like, okay, this is this is it. This is what's happening. Blah blah blah. Until then, I'm gonna worry about what's happening in my house. However. I had to laugh last night because I got tagged in a post um, or someone posted to my page about um, Bend and then it re 
listed some of the requirements and stuff. And then it's like wearing a smock and changing it in between clients mm-hmm. and the time in between clients. And you have, I have to have a mask. They have to have a mask. I have to wear gloves the whole time, which sounds great. For safety reasons. Logistically is very difficult. Um, cutting hair with gloves on is a joke. Like I've cut my finger before and I've had stitches. So I've, it's been bandaged and then tried to wear a glove so that I could shampoo and not get the stitches wet and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's a nightmare. Like you're pulling people's hair. You're, it, it sounds great, but at the same time, like, it's not really realistic. It's not realistic. And I, I don't know if this gets you hate mail. I'm super sorry. Here we go. Here we go. Because I don't have much of a filter. Um, you know, people that are high risk or you have a new baby, completely different. Um, we have we have five kids. I work in the public. I am in an industry where I am hands-on individuals. And I have had clients come in where they're like, oh, I was too sick to go to work today. So, but I came in to get my hair done. Mm. Uh-huh. So you're standing there and you're halfway through a service and somebody's has the flu so I probably, knock on wood, have the best antibodies going. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I rarely get sick. And I've Same. probably totally jinxed it. But, you know, we have kids in different schools. And um, I honestly think our house has had it. Um, That's an interesting um, thing to say because I've heard it from a lot of people. And, well, and then you get on social media and that's like a rabbit hole. But um, our we had two kids from different schools that were very very sick the end of january and the beginning of february and they were tested for the flu and it was negative they had all the symptoms they had you know the fever the blah 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 um they were very sick for a couple days Mm, longer than your usual just like cold but Mm -hmm. they were miserable they recovered and here we are so um i think it's been around a lot longer and i think that i'm on the i not that there's a team because we're all trying to figure it out but um i think if you shelter yourself you are dumbing down your immune system and that's my own opinion Mm -hmm. that's based on just life experience for me i'm around a lot of people I probably could, not that I want to, and the thought's disgusting, but I could probably lick a handrail and be, be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you seen some of the challenges? Oh, those people are idiots. <laughs> and then they end up with the virus. You're like, well, you licked a toilet seat on an airplane. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Idiot. But, you know, uh, and I think everybody just needs to do what works for their house. That's kind of where I'm at, you know, and I, I've been on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. I was... Complete lockdown. No, I don't want you dropping anything off. No, I don't want anyone coming over. All of that yeah. to more recently where now I'm like, I mean, you're here, obviously, not sitting. I mean, I, I haven't mean, licked your face. No, but, but you're, you're, you're six feet away from <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, easily. You know, safely. At least a man's six feet, so it's probably three. But You know, um, nobody's judging. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, where was I going with I that? mean, I said six minutes earlier. It ended up being 12, so I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is actually... Yeah, the op- uh, yeah. I mean, if it was a guy, then he would say six and it would be two. But Right. Uh, anyway, I just, 
you know, the more we see and like there's different studies through Stanford and USC and all these different places where they're going, oh, there's 20 to 30 times as many people who have had it. But yet we don't want to we don't want to change the narrative now. We want to keep going with the narrative. So, right. Which, again, we could go on and on about this. And I don't I, the problem is, is I and I said this, I think this morning on the air is that I don't want to change anyone's opinion. I don't want them to change my opinion. I want you to do what's right for your family. And if you believe that you should stay home, that's what I believe. Go that's nuts. what I believe. Duh. Maybe I'm starting to see things differently, but, and, and we have the baby here and she's a month old and you know, obviously she's still building an immune system and all that, but right. like do what you think is right for your family. If you think you need to go cut hair tomorrow and you want to go against the orders, and you think that's what's right, then that's what you need to do. I am not here to tell you. And that's the biggest problem I have is that we're being told what we can and what we can't do. And there's this broad paintbrush being used. And that's what's really hard for me to watch. Well, and, you know, the re- the really, really hard part is um, I'm very fortunate. Um, if I was single with my children, I would be up shit creek. Mm-hmm. Um and unfortunately, you know, people were willing to stay home. Was it fun for the two weeks? All right. We haven't planned for this financially, blah, blah, blah. We're going to stay home. We will follow the rules. We're going to do this because, A, we were told this is how long it was and we're going to help you. All right. No problem. And then it was like, okay, it's going to be a little bit longer. And then if you do go to work, the... Um, I think at this point, now don't quote me because I haven't done a ton of like in-depth research. I've looked here and there and I just, I can't. But, um, you know, there's a point where you lose your license, your hair license or your nail license or your esthetician, whatever it is. Um, The fines, I saw they were threatening, air quotes, the lady in Salem. $70,000. Now. What good does that do? She doesn't have a job. You're taking money from someone that has to open her doors to support her family. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have the money. What are you doing? And we're kicking, oh, it could be 30 days in jail. We're kicking people out of jails because the virus is in the jails, but we're going to put you in the jails. I mean. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And I feel at this point. um, There's a way to be safe and smart about it. Absolutely. And if you have asked people to stay home and they in good faith have done that and done what you asked and followed the rules and they've just gone out to the grocery store, they have just, you know, things that are necessary to do because so many people have followed the rules. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, the numbers plummeted and oh, by the way, the curve was flattened. And oh, by the way, there's a lot more people that have had it that haven't been tested yet. But we haven't sent any of these independent contractors any unemployment and even the people like myself who lost part of my wages and filed haven't seen a dime yet and no. it's been over a month and i know they're overwhelmed but it's like Come oh we're on. gonna we're gonna be here we're gonna figure this out i know how you feel bullshit oh bullshit you don't know how i feel no and we're fortunate because we're super frugal and we're frugal because well there's a lot of reasons but um because you choose to be exactly and and luckily we can make it for a little while, not a long time, but like for people to say specifically the governor to say, I know how you feel. Bullshit. You don't uh, know how I feel. You don't. I'm sorry. You don't. You're still going to work. You're still getting paid. 
um, you still have all your benefits. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can't tell me she's not getting her hair done. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Some people say if you zoom in, there's an inch of grow out, but I don't, still, I, I, I can't say one way or the other. Which is fine, but I have, and if she isn't, then fantastic. She stood her ground. But I have emails from congressmen and, you know, our representatives, our senators, blah, blah, blah. We're all in this together. We're in the same boat. And I'm like, oh, no, we might. And I made a post. I found the best post ever. One of my friends did share. It's like, we're in the same storm. We're not in the same boat. Right. We're not. Your boat is different than my boat. Mm-hmm. And while we all hope everybody's boats stay on top of the water here, there are some people's that are not. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate, you're fortunate, but there, man, there are so many people that are And we haven't even seen the worst of it yet. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is I've had numerous people on this podcast, you know, via the, the video chat mm-hmm. and talking about the impact and what it's going to look like. And it's been over weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And we haven't even seen the worst of it yet because now, as of today, we know there's no fairs, there's no festivals, there's no mass gatherings. We have tickets to Def Leppard, Poison, and uh, Motley Crue in San Diego in July. That's a bummer. That was on my bucket list. <laughs> and it was so, yeah. And, you know, and. But you know what? It is what it is. I think, the, and I hate to say this Well, to and you, I kind of feel bratty for like, man, I'm kind of pissed about it when there are people. I mean, they're There's racking up so credit card debt. I don't care about right now that has meant so much to me. Yes. Like I have tickets for locums in October. Like I legit, I, I, I shouldn't, I, I maybe should think before I say this out loud, but no, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't say I don't care if I ever go to another concert. It's not my concern right now. Right. Would I like to? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I'm worried about feeding five kids. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's it for me. Like when people say, well, I got to say, you know, doing this, this and this or these people are essential. No bullshit. Putting food in your kids mouths or Mm -hmm. your family's mouths and making sure they have a roof over their head is priority number one. Yes. And from there, the rest does not matter to me right now. Well, and it's and I I want to put that almost on the good list of things that have happened Mm -hmm. because you and I both are very, I've been saying this over and over, just we're super lucky. We get to do some super cool stuff. Like we go to Ducks games, we travel, you know, one of my very favorite things to do is travel. Like I love Mm it. Um, And luckily with what Justin does, we do get to travel pretty frequently to some great places like we've been to dallas we've been to la um we go to eugene all the time we get to do these really cool things and we you know they're work trips but we make them oh my gosh they're so much fun and we have we have so much fun together it's stupid but you know it does kind of change things of like okay you know our priorities are a little bit different Mm mm-hmm and yes, we do have these cool experiences and I can't wait to go back. And, you know, we go to Mexico. We we do some really cool stuff. But um, the priorities, like you said, are A, keeping your kids safe and how much do you shelter them, um, making sure you feed them, and yeah, keeping the roof over the head because mm-hmm. geez Louise, there are so many people that just can't right now. Yeah. Well, and there's, you know, I'm watching our neighbor kids run behind you since I have the garage door <laughs> I open. I can hear them. We've seen them almost every day. <laughs> yeah. We, um, I talked to the mom 
a couple days into this thing, and she said, I was so stressed out last week. We had baseball coming. We had T-ball. We had soccer. We had whatever. I was trying to figure out how to get all my kids. We think we need the kids to be involved in all these things. And mm. so it was just, it was, it was like the weight was falling down on my shoulders, and I was thinking, gosh, I just need a break. And then this happened, and it was a natural break. Like, be careful what you and ask for. I did. I did. <laughs> on this podcast, numerous times, I said, I need a sabbatical. I wanted to go cross country in the RV. I want to take at least a month off. And I wanted to just go, but then Kimberly got pregnant, and it all on her own. It didn't end up being the sabbatical <laughs> that I thought. It's been exactly what I needed. You know what yes. I mean? And it's been yes. two months instead of one, mm-hmm. and it's been the best thing. But just seeing the kids play together, like there's nowhere to be. The fact that there's absolutely oh, nowhere to be. It's great. Uh, is the most incredible feeling of, I mean, we always like, how many times have you received a phone call from your other half or vice versa? Mm-hmm. He's received, where are you at? When are you going to be here? We got to go here. We got to go there. And you get upset because they're not there on time or whatever. Yep. And now it's like, I have absolutely nowhere to be. Yep. When a friend calls and says, can we swing by? I have, let me check the calendar. Still empty. Oh, I will be right here. Yeah, I'll be you here. Know? Yeah. And so there is that part of it, like just living, you know, and, uh, it's been it's been pretty amazing as my four year old, you know, during this process took his training wheels off and in the matter of like the same day was riding down the bank on his That was the best his bike. How you doing buddy? You doing all right? So, you gonna go rip some hills or what? Don't forget you got shorts on. The other night he skinned the top of his right knee off and then his left knee. He's got know. his Romeos and his shorts, he's ready to go. Yeah, I like it. Get after it, bud. He is truly living his best life. He really is. That kid, it. he is, uh, there you go. See, he's going to go down the bank. We can't see him go down the bank, but if we hear a crash, then. If they're screaming. I wonder if I go back to this one. Because that's very slushy. Maybe this one. You'd think it'd be warm enough to. I feel like you could probably go back and forth. Oh, man. I thought it was warmer out here. <laughs> I have so much spilled beer on this table right here. (laughs) It's fine. That I got like a a, not a shot. At one point, they told us that uh, alcohol kills the corona. So if you just go with that, they said no right at the beginning. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to go against what you're saying. Yeah, I am going to break the law at that point. (laughs) This is tough. Well, so good. Here we are. Not going to get in trouble this way because it's like. No. I don't know if you, you can't really even hear the drip, but. Oh, there you could. It kind of makes that's me have not, to pee. That's not me peeing. <laughs> don't say that. I have a small bladder. So, <laughs> oh, dear. That is true. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when we used to go to Grant's Pass? We pulled over yesterday on the way home from Glendale with Preston because he had to pee. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't tell you how many times I peed right here. Like every trip. Off the. Um, Hugo. Yes. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> well, that was a good another sip. Mm-hmm. What else you want to dive into? We have a few things uh, we can get into. What do you want to go with? Well, I mean, some people on here have talked about like you know the roller coaster. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you listen. Thank, yeah, I do. Thank you, by the way. Of course. Um, I even you, share sometimes. You give me your feedback um, on my podcast. Yeah. Um. I but love Daylene. Some, you, oh my gosh, I love Daylene. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. Okay, before sure. Before I forget, but then I want to get to some other stuff because you've had some highs and you've had some lows. Like yes. Some lows of lows. Yes. And we go, we'll go there here shortly, <laughs> which I might have to find a beer that actually will pour. It actually works. Um, 
but yeah, you reached out to me after you listened to Daylene's episode, which was recently. I did. And, I was uh, standing a, washing dishes listening. She's a, she's a damn rock star. Dude, she is. She is one of the coolest, kindest humans ever. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one of the most thoughtful people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So... You actually told me something that I don't I don't know if you told me at the time. I'm trying to think back and I don't know if you told me what she did like uh, is that something you want to talk about? Like Yeah, no, you- I told you when you text me, I said I am an, I am an open book pretty much. I don't have I don't have anything to hide. <laughs> I mean, I may water up a little bit. That's why that's why I said I need another <laughs> refreshment that I can pour. I don't know that that helps me usually. <laughs> oh. Hold on. You start talking and I'm going to listen. I'm going to grab... I got to grab what something. What am I talking about? You're going to talk about what you told me about what... Oh. oh you sure you don't want to guide me on this one? Yeah. I how much do you want me to... How? What do you want to hear about? Oh, that one's so good. So good. If I'm going to drink a light beer... It's fine. Oh, here. A towel. A towel? Here's a towel. Here's a paint rag. <laughs> So good. People give me a hard time for my, you know, relaxed setting where I just oh, get up and great. get a drink in the podcast. It's and fine. I, I don't care because that's what it was meant to be. It was meant to be a couple people in the garage enjoying some beverages. Here and we just are. Talking about some things. So anyway, yeah. all right, let me set the stage. So yeah, that's probably better. Well, I don't know how we want to go about this because it definitely involves one of the lows. So do we want to start go at ahead. the beginning of that and yeah, then get probably. to what she did? I pro- uh, probably. Okay. Because that's going to probably check a couple things off. Okay. So what year was it? 99 90... or 98? 99? It was 98 because you had graduated from high school. Uncle Bob. Well, I drove back and forth <sighs> you, no, to school you for school. a little bit, and then I moved. But I moved after a couple months, so it was that year or the following year. I guess it doesn't matter what year it was. No, it was. Uh, and I actually thought about this last night because you... Uh, was it October? It was October. So I only drove I for a hate, month, so it was. I hate because, October. So you guys came <laughs> up to my townhouse. I did, Yeah. And um, right after we moved in, so that would mm-hmm. be right. So I'm, uh, I moved to Roseburg in 1998 after driving back and forth for a month, and I ended up getting like a internship at the radio station, and I had a couple of roommates. So you guys came up, and when I say you guys, I mean you and your boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, Bo. Yes. And um, let me open this. <laughs> I keep looking down because I know because this is when you look at me and you cry. Uh, Um, So anyway, uh, October rolls around. I remember getting or my roommate getting a phone call. Well, and to kind of I mean, and those of us or I guess people that don't, you know, growing up in a small town is, you know, everybody Um, we had dated for dated. Yeah, we'd been together three, four, four years. Quite a while. A long time, yeah. And that was, um, I was in beauty school. That was my lifetime plan. Both him and beauty school. Um, Yeah. So carry on. (laughs) So all I know is that it was early, right? It was uh, 
pretty early in the morning, and uh, yes. my roommate got a phone call. It was probably three. It was later for us. It was like six. Oh, really? Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, and basically, mom said very bluntly what happened. Do you want me to tell it? That's a, if you want to. I mean, she basically just said. Okay. So um, two words, really. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're both dancing around it. Um, no, we, so, um, him and I had been at a party and at, I was 19, um, at 19 years old, I was partied out and done with that lifestyle. And, and, you know, there wasn't a ton to do there, so... You know, you had these young guys. He was, I think he was 22. Um, you know, they're working at the mill. They're making great money. And really all to do there on the weekends was party. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd get off work. And <laughs> on payday, it was Coors Light. The rest of the week, it was Keystone. You know, it was like, um, and we, I, I worked a lot. And then um, I would get off work and meet them and, it, it was a night that I didn't work and we were at, we were at someone's house and I looked around and decided that that's not what I wanted to do anymore. I don't know if you've heard this part. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is, this is probably the, the harder part of the situation. Um, and I looked at him and I just said, I'm done. I, I want to do something besides live in a trailer park and party. I have bigger goals than that. And whether it's living in Glendale, which Glendale is a great place, um, whether it's living there or living somewhere else, this is not what I want. I want a family. I, and where I, um, I did drink. I was underage. Um, there was a lot of other stuff going on. Um, there were a lot of drugs and that kind of stuff. And I just didn't really want a part of it. Um, I was watching other people my age throw their lives down the drain. And I, for whatever reason, was sitting in a lawn chair and just looked around and was like, dude, no. Like, I don't want this. And he looked at me and was like, I said, I'm going whether you're going with me or and at that point he couldn't drive. So I actually, um, he's like, yeah, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, let's go. So we got in my car and I had not been drinking. Um, I drove him home and we had a discussion about, um, about this situation. And I said, if you, if this is the path you want to continue on, then you're going to do it without me. Because I, I mean, to be 19 years old and be partied out is, is a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. So, um, we talked about it and he said, yeah, next weekend, instead of doing this and going to this person's house or that person's house or, you know, um, Let's go ahead. The two of us will go to the coast and 
we'll figure it out. And I said, okay. And I watched him walk into the house. And at that point, I thought, um, he walked up to the porch and just stood there. And I was kind of like, bye. You know, not in a bad way, but just like, I, I'm, I need to go home. And I was, I was supposed to work the next morning. Maybe his, oh, his car was at his house and we, I had picked him up in my car. Um, and I had the thought of, I should take his keys. I should totally just take his keys. I'll bring him by in the morning and drop him on the porch on my way to work because I, uh, I was waiting tables and I had to be to work early. Um, and I don't know, he's had enough to drink. He's going to go in the house and be done. And so I went home and I walked in the house and it was fairly, especially for me at that time, it was very early for me to be home. It was like 11, I want to say. And I walked in the door and mom looked at me and she's like, what are you doing home? (laughs) I'm like, you know, I'm just tired and I'm just... I have, I work in the morning and I worked really hard. You know, I had a job through most of high school or a lot of high school when I could. And I just like, I, I'm going to go upstairs and go to bed. And at that point, uh, dad was upstairs in bed and (laughs) I was like, okay. And she's like, have you been drinking? Like, no, I haven't actually went upstairs, went to sleep thinking that everything was fine. What I did not know was that he waited for me to leave and got in his car and drove back to the party. And then a group of them decided that it would be a great idea to go to the bar. And they served them at the bar. And then they closed down the bar. And, you know, there's been a lot of blame placed and a lot of, a lot of blamed point put on a lot of different people that really, it could have been anyone. Um, you make a decision to get in a car with someone, you are just as guilty. Um, and they hopped in a vehicle and they hit a tree going over, I think they figured a hundred plus miles an hour and it just hit in his door, which is not survivable. So the very, the details are kind of definitely hazy because it was just a lot, obviously. Um, but our grandma and our aunt are on the ambulance department, which you've interviewed grandma. And she's talked about a lot of stuff and I, she didn't talk about it. And, um, you know, the phone rang at our house at two thirty, three, And, um, I think it was Aunt Susie that called. And I heard mom, you know, your phone doesn't ring, but we had just lost our uncle. So when the phone rings in the middle of the night, it's really, really tough. Or you know something's wrong. And all I could hear mom saying was like, he's dead over and over. And the thought of it was either you or it was either him. And, um, she came out and she was, you know, when you're like half mostly asleep and trying to get it together. And, um, 
she told me and I just complete shock. But then, you know, our dad woke up and she said to him, they're dead. And he thought it was me. And the sound that came out of him. And probably the most vivid memory is him like shaking me and then hugging me and shaking me. Um, That's probably something that won't ever go away. And um, that was tough. But there... But to get, you know, you go through a lot and that actually, um, that affected a lot of things. That was, that was the reason I made a lot of choices that I did. And <laughs> oh my goodness, that thing's huge. It's a huge it's bee. It's a huge bee, sorry. <laughs> right, right, move your arm, move your arm, move your arm. I'll whack it. Just okay. hit it. Just hit me. I'm fine with it. That's probably him right there. Yeah, he's like. Just to say, hey, listen. <laughs> hey. I see what you guys are doing. Yeah. No, and I, I'm i a firm believer in, you know, with a lot of the stuff that's going on now, people come into your life and they stay as long as they're supposed to. Um, you know, he's a lot of the reason my life has gone the way it has. Um, like I said, it was hard living in a small town because it was like a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the hardest things because... Um, it was just weird because I am not a huge visible, like emotionally. You don't see a lot of emotion come out of me a lot of times. I'm pretty, most of it stays in here. There's a few people here and there that can bring it out. Um, but I remember, because our sister's quite a bit younger. She's six years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And so she was in high school. She was playing sports. She was a, she was a great athlete. And so I remember walking into... I didn't leave my, I didn't leave the house a lot because anytime I would go to the store, it would be like dead silent and everybody was watching me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just came to get milk. Like, <laughs> but I remember at one point um, walking into the gym and it had to have been basketball because it was that time of year. And you know, basketball games going on, it's loud, it's busy. And I walked in and it was just dead silent. And you know, it just, it's. It was just really, you always felt like somebody was watching you constantly. And I know a lot of it was like people cared, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of, and this is probably why I am such an anti, like I hate gossip. I hate people talking about other people because there was a lot of like, oh, she's not visibly upset. She's not crying in front of people. You know, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it was like, well, no, because I just, that's not my personality. So but Daylene, that's where, um, when I did reach out to you, I was listening to that. And at that time, she worked, I believe she was in Roseburg at, she was working for a cemetery or a... Oh, that's right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was in Roseburg at the time, and I made it home from Roseburg to Glendale in approximately 30-ish and some change minutes that morning. Yeah, that was... I, yeah, but she, um, there were some pretty dark, dark moments for me. 
you know, um, it wasn't just, you know, I lost my best friend. I lost, you know, I would come home from beauty school and walk in the door and hop on the phone like, hey, I'm home. And then he would come over and either he would hang out at our house or we'd go do something. Your whole, at that point, I was a super planner. Like I had lists of my lists. Like this is what I'm doing. This is how my life is going. This is how I penciled it out. So this is what's happening. And sometimes that's not what happens to you. Um, but, and so for me, there were, it was just a super many faceted situation, obviously. Um, and I have a hard time. I'm better about it now. But at that time, I didn't talk to anybody about anything. And so obviously, there's some dark moments. And if you don't have anybody that you talk to about stuff, it was um, when I didn't really want to bother anybody, everybody else was hurting, you know, type of situation. Um, she brought me a book, and I still have it. And she had made me a bookmark, and it has a Bible verse on it. And it had his obituary on it. And she had made it and laminated it and everything. And that, there are several dark points that that's reading that. Made me realize that um, there was light. Like, I could go on. There's still a future. You'll be okay. Um so that's a big deal. And she probably, she probably doesn't even remember doing it. You know, so I think, um, the lesson there is sometimes you do something for somebody and like, it's no big deal for you, but it's a huge impact on people. So to be kind, Mm -hmm. to be kind to people is a big deal. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> I'm taking a drink. Um, <coughs> there, I can get the frog to. <sighs> sorry. Um, no, there's nothing to be sorry about. Uh, no, and I think, um, I think that me listening to that and remembering that part at this point at this time when you see so many people being angry and you know a lot of times scared comes out as angry so people are whether it's scared for their lives or they're scared for their family they're scared for their income you know it comes out as angry because we're humans and that's how it works and i think people forget sometimes to be kind that you sit behind your keyboard i just burped that's all right (laughs) Um, no, it's very, I think it's very easy to sit behind your keyboard and I'm right. And this is my opinion. And this is why it should be that. And you forget that reading that on the other side is a human. Mm -hmm. And I, we've all been guilty. I mean, I've said stuff occasionally here to here and there, and I'm a very blunt person. So sometimes some of the stuff I say comes across as being mean when I'm just very to the point. Yeah. And I've had to go back and say, you know what, I'm sorry it came out like that. And this is actually what I'm at. And if you need anything, by all means, I'm happy to help you. But it was funny. 
it was I very ironic that that podcast came up at that point. And I hadn't thought about that in, oh my gosh, years, because that's been, oh my gosh, a long time ago. But, um, so yeah. And in fact, I tried to dig, when I found that article, I was trying to dig through and find it, and it's buried somewhere in one of my boxes of multiple moves. But um, I think sometimes just being kind to someone, you don't realize how far that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one of the reasons I started doing this is like, there's so much bullshit oh and negativity gosh. that like, I just saw it over and over and over mm-hmm. and I don't respond to it and I don't respond to it and I don't respond to it on the internet because one, it could end up looking bad and you know how people are. Oh yeah. And in my line of work, <laughs> I don't need to be in the middle of that and yeah, especially true. being a positive person for the most part, yeah. most of the time and trying to make good things happen and make a difference that it just sometimes it just doesn't translate no although i did fire off something today oh uh but um you know it's just spreading the positivity but unfortunately the positivity does not get as much attention oh my gosh as no the negativity and that's why we see the negative on the news because they figured out that it sells it clicks and people are like i saw click. it on the news and it's the you know and gospel truth and it's like you're you're, you're all just just shut it off, <laughs> shut it off. I mean, well, and what would happen if you put that energy into something good? Yes, and that's what hurts my heart right now more than anything is that, like, our efforts for St. Jude. Oh my gosh, so good. And um, a couple things. One for for me is lacking now because I have to feed my kids. Right? Yeah. And we were supposed to have an event soon. That's not going to happen. Ugh. It's very hard to see that not happen. Um, and also like for us, like, give me a second. I'll, You're fine. <laughs> like we got to the point where Kimberly goes, okay, Here's uh, hold on. Here's a list of stuff. I'm hugging you from over here. <laughs> Here's a list. I'm of gonna stuff. break the rules and uh, hug you. Here's a list of stuff. I've canceled all this, and this is the only thing left. And I said, I don't care what it takes. I am not gonna stop making that donation so if it i mean if the kids can't eat then you can stop it but until then i'll sacrifice some other things first you know that's been that's been hard but anyway yeah no i my nose got really stuffed up all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) Ah, i can't breathe so anyway it's not the rona well, there's been so much cottonwood float through oh. this garage. I'm going to blame it on that. I can actually see it snowing outside from the cottonwood. This is the first, I think this might be one of one of maybe like two podcasts I've done with the garage door open. Oh. And uh, like I can see it floating across on the driveway. It's... And I had a box of Kleenex in here before I stopped doing the <laughs> podcast in the garage before the Rona. And now oh. I don't know where the hell it went. Oh. 
But anyway, so it's yeah. It's quarantined somewhere. So that was hard. Like, that was like, when she got down to that, she's like, what do you think? I'm like, I'll tell you exactly what I think. I said, don't ask me again until yeah. it's. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And that's the hard part because we're supposed to do all this stuff and they're trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, they're like everyone. They got to try and figure out how to keep the money flowing. And I'm like, I have a hard time asking people for money right now. And I'm asking I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. But it's just a weird situation to be in. But Yeah. I, and we've all become, not we all, a lot of us have become accustomed to some disposable income. And it's really interesting when you do have to sit down and you're like, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to give up my Netflix. Like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, I'm, I will, I'll give up that to support something like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, my kids are going to have to go outside and play. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's really not the worst thing ever. I actually have a lot of fun playing, you know. Oh my gosh. And- yeah. And you know, like we, it's a, it's different. You know, we grew up and, during the summer our mom kicked us out like uh, yeah we didn't have a choice no get out it was either you get out or you help me clean house all day or you know you found some nasty chore (laughs) put the the pledge rag away and the pledge away i don't want to dust any more stuff yes like get outside and i sometimes okay and we have we have we have smart kids but holy crap like sometimes They'd be like, hey, can you switch this? This happened yesterday. Well, can you switch this sprinkler to this sprinkler? Like you just undo the hose and hook it to the other sprinkler. I don't know how. Like, oh, I'm like, that's on us. Like, it is though. We don't it make them though. do anything. I know. And that's the problem. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you heard this in one of the podcasts. Was it with Garen Beck maybe where we were talking about, and it could have been someone else, but like this whole thing about we want to make it better for our children than what we had it. But in turn, we actually hurt them because we provided so well that they don't have to learn how we don't make them and think I've on talked our to own. My kids about this. Like you guys don't know how well you have it. And I've worked my freaking ass off to give you whatever to you want myself in a position to have the hoverboards over there, scooters, the scooters are over yeah. here. This all this shit we never had that we didn't have. That and we I did had to work for. I wanted them to be able to have the experiences that I didn't get to have until I could pay for it. And then you're and like, there's some, uh, th- th- there is a good side to that, and there's a bad side to it. Absolutely, I mean, the good side is I see their eyes light up, and Preston, and that I didn't buy the dirt bike. Somebody let us borrow that, so that's a little different. But to see him just love to ride that thing and just. And, and I didn't tell junior high until I sold enough pigs to afford it. Yes. You know? And so it's a balancing act, but it's, uh, I don't know what the answer is, but. Well, and so many times we just jump it. We are, this is, okay, this is my, this is what I do. This is life with Kim. I'm usually so busy that my kids will ask me a question or they will be, doing something say loading the dishwasher or whatever they're doing and they're not doing it the way i do it or they're not getting like the dishwasher is adult tetris like you get it just right and everything fits or you know they're trying to they can't do something and instead of me letting them figure it out letting them do it using their brain to figure out 
Oh my gosh, he's so cute. <laughs> he's just about crashing the car because he showed me the horns. He one-handed the horns. Nice. Did mom put the pizza in yet? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh. We just... It's what? It's watery. The pizza's watery? Yeah. That's because it was in the freezer. Dad, just so you know, I shit my knee. He's on the counter. He's like... You guys are ratting on me. Hey, bud. Um, <laughs> you're <a> badass. <laughs> this kid. Are you guys gonna go ride bikes for how long? What did mom say? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't <laughs> ask her. Rebels. No, What's she asked. doing? What's mom doing? She yeah, this one. Well, yeah. Who did? Mom did? No. You <laughs> Look threw at a fit? Yeah, Look at your... Do not knock my scooters over. I will have a fit. You were told not to ride your bike over here by my expensive <laughs> totally, microphone. Totally listening. <laughs> I'm panicking. There's so many kids in here right now. What was dripping? Like, the pizza? Like, yeah, it was like From the really freezer watery. burn? Well... A big dog Welcome to my world. The kids just storm the garage because the doors have. If you ride that bike without shoes, it will be the last time. Seriously, go get your shoes on. Jeez, what just happened? This is my life every day. Uh, just wait. We're uh, not that far away from cars. I know. When we went to Glendale yesterday, Nancy's like, oh, you almost have a teenager. I'm like, yeah, Bailey's going to be 12 in December, so that means we're one year away all of a sudden. Like, I've literally watched. What's weird is in two months, I swear they've all grown. Like, I've literally watched them mm-hmm. grow. You know, pressing Wait till training they're taller than you. off and whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> he's like, hey, watch this. Where are the keys to your truck? I'm like, you don't, you're not, no. No. You're not. No. He's like, I was sitting in the car. I saw the keys. I'm like, if you move, if you even think about touching <laughs> those keys. Which is something we totally would have done. Yeah. I remember getting dad's like buck knife and opening it. And yeah. I think I cut his seat or something on accident. <laughs> I like opened his lock knife and I couldn't get it closed. And I was like five or six. And I knew he was coming back to the truck. And You're I'm like, like oh, great. I can't get it closed. I was pressing so hard on that thing trying to get it closed. Well, that's the thing is we had to figure stuff out. Yeah. So we didn't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so much of my knowledge is from trying to avoid getting busted. Exactly. Which we did. There was a baseball that got thrown through the back window. No fist that was. Oh God! Yeah. Now's now's the time. Oh. We covered. We we said it was a baseball, but it was a fist. Dad listens to all these, so now he knows. I know that's. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's a reason he has. What were they at dinner or something? And I locked the door and locked Candace out. She was it you or her? I think it was her. It was her. And she punched the window and punched her fist right, right through, through that window. And we were like, and we're like, oh, baseball hit it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was horse shit. Yeah, that was. There was a, oh, man. Sweet little lies. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, and now, like, I know some of the stuff my kids do, and I'm just kind of laughing because I'm like, Sometimes I just think, eh, I don't say anything. Like mine aren't that old yet where it's like more trouble, like what I know you've experienced (laughs) because you've told me when I get my hair cut. Oh, there's some gems. And uh, like, oh, (sighs) put water in the bottle, you idiot. Yeah. It's fogging up, you dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) There's condensation in there, you idiot. That's not vodka. It's not vodka. Uh, Well, you know, and it's funny, like, 
you know, like we were talking about, it's so we protect our kids like too much. Oh, so I know I'm guilty of protecting them too much. Well, I had the mom moment the other day of um, my kids were with their dad. And Gage had told me before he went to his dad's house of, yeah, um, I think it was, I think it was his cousin. Um, We're going to go, we're going to go up and go hiking on Saturday. I think it was. I'm like, okay, you know, just, you know, his cousin can drive. Like they can get in the car and go somewhere. And, um, oh, we're going to go out and go hiking. And, you know, they've both been in Boy Scouts. They've grown up around, you know, camping, hunting, like knives and guns and they have a pretty good idea of what's going on they do and um pretty solid kids responsible kids and um so you get stuck in the snow on king mountain and dad's truck when it's the storm of all storms and he told you not to and he told you not shit shit. that was me (laughs) that was us (laughs) i'm like damn it i knew there was a chain under the hood yeah if i only would have known if i would have known and then he put a bungee cord around the four-wheel drive thing so that we put it in four-wheel drive and it busted that bungee cord off and that's how he knew (laughs) well they knew when we had to call the one time Um, todd mauer had his two-wheel drive got stuck and and fell off a cliff (laughs) i've never bailed out of a window so fast in my life (laughs) but you know gage was like okay we're gonna go hiking and so then he texts me that day and mom we're gonna go and i'm like there's a storm coming in where are you going? He's like, well, we're going to go up above Applegate Lake. And I'm like, uh, you know, hey, everything in me was like, tell him not to go. Like, mama bear, don't go. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's all sorts of weird shit out there. Like, Gage, there's a storm going in. You know, there's a storm coming in. Please pack accordingly take some food mm-hmm. take some water he had you know they have all the crap like the water resistant blanket shit you know mm. whatever that is not my jam he's and i just said hey pack accordingly make good choices he's like i got this mom so i'm like okay please just text me when you get back that's all I ask. Just let me know when you get back. It's like, okay, yeah, mom, no problem. They go out. It starts. I mean, we're in t- we're at just outside of town, but we're in the valley, and like it's windy and blowing, and I'm sitting on the couch doing homework, and I'm like, oh shit, it's pouring rain, and the wind's blowing, and I'm like, I know for certain that my child's out there. Mm-hmm. Like, just pray because, you know, you there's a point where you have to let them learn their own lessons. And while as a parent, it is not fun. And there's a reason my parents have gray hair (laughs) because we gave them a run for their money, but you have to let him. And so he did when he got back to where he had service, he texted me, Hey mom, we're fine. It really sucked, (laughs) but we're on our way home. And I'm like, great. And I said, no (laughs) shit, bud. (laughs) And he's like, he just sent me a little laughy face, like, mm-hmm. I think he did. He may not have responded because I'm like, yeah, no shit. You know, like, yeah. dirt. <laughs> yeah. But um, so then when he did come home, he came back to my house. He's like, oh, gosh, mom. 
you know, it was raining and it was poor, you know, just all this stuff. And we wanted to go to this one trailhead, but the gates were closed. I'm like, yeah, because all the state parks are closed. He's like, yeah, it was gated off. So we went a little further and And we just kept on going. We just kept going. And then they got out so far and then his cousin's boot blew out. And then when they went to come home because they had gone so far, like, oh shit, we're out of gas, you know, and they had to coast down into, I'm like, well, luckily most of that's Mm-hmm. downhill and it's like mom part of it's uphill <laughs> like, push. like you're a cross country runner get out and yeah push. yeah get out bud so but you know you just in as much as you want and there is danger there god knows there is but you really have to just mm, please let them be okay but you have to let them learn i mean we did yeah well and also like and this is what I said going into this whole Rona thing is like when it's time, it's time. Yes. And then it got real serious. And then I'm like, oh, we got to go to the hospital. Oh, shit. When well, it's time, it's time. It was a little. And so I'm like, I've always been one of those people like when it's time, it's time. And I've always felt like like deep inside, like, I don't know, like I've done some crazy stuff. And I've always <laughs> felt like there may be a point where I go before most people. Oh, like I, ha- I have that feeling. Like I've mm-hmm. always felt that way, and hopefully it's not tomorrow. Because I've, I've felt like in my soul, I felt like, and I've never really said this out loud, but now it's as good as time as any. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe, and maybe not. You just don't know. You just don't know. But like, if I don't, okay, pause. <laughs> Thought just popped into my head. I'm closing my eyeballs. <laughs> I stood in this house oh gosh and I hemmed and I hawed and I hemmed and I hawed about going on a trip that uh, I was so excited about And I wasn't going until the very last second, very last second. And I said, screw it. I've always told myself I'm going to just do and I'll worry about the rest later. And uh, that was close. That was close. Well, and... Oh, I think we have to explain what we're talking about because we both know what we're talking about. You can. Do you see want it me to out? say it? You can see it over my I, shoulder. I, I, I was knew what to you out were. What year was it? 2017. Yeah, it must have been because we moved in here September of 2017, and a couple weeks later, I went to Las Vegas. Yeah. And told no one, not even our parents. I knew you were there. Well, I snuck we have, one video we, on the internet, one short video, but no, a lot of people didn't know. We had mutual friends, friends yeah. that were there. Um, that pollen is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I sneezed in Walmart the other day. It like cleared out the oh, meat geez, section. Just cough and everybody be out of your way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Uh, we've you and I have briefly touched on this. Um, that's probably, I can count on one hand with fingers left over the times I have been 
scared sick. Um, I'm a pretty, <laughs> takes a lot. Um, but you and I, and I don't, probably everybody doesn't know this relationship and we've, for whatever reason, all three of us siblings are really pretty close. Um, but I think, uh, just because we're so close in age, I can't look at you. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it, you know, we're very close in age. We have a lot of, we just, you know, m our mom before has said that we were twins born months apart from each other. Um, and not to take anything away from our relationship with our other sister. Um, but... We have always, always, I mean, we've gone times where we haven't talked or we haven't seen each other, but you're one of my people. Like, you're one of the very few people that I know that's there. Like, not like, oh my gosh, I have this hard life and nobody's there for me. Because we, I have a great support system. I have a great family. I have awesome friends. But for whatever reason... And even it's, it's strange to go through high school even and to be best friends. Like, like, Hey, I want to take my brother or Hey, you want to go with us? Or, you know what I mean? Like I got to go to vibes when everyone else stayed home. <laughs> Let's go to the dance club. I'm the little brother. Take me. Take me. <laughs> um, no. And we, we always had fun together when we fought. It was a fist fight, but man, we had a great time. And, I had gone to bed the night before. I knew you were there. Um, I slept in the next morning. I didn't have kids. I didn't have to get up and get them to school in the morning. And my phone started buzzing. And I'm like, okay, I woke up. I looked at my phone, and there was a text from Justin saying, do not look at the news. Don't get on the internet. <laughs> and obviously, the, <laughs> the first thing you do get on the internet. is get on the internet. And... I lost my shit. I have never jumped out of bed and thrown my clothes off or on and run out the door so fast in my life because I turned on the radio because I had texted you and I hadn't heard back yet, I don't think. And I had seen I'd seen mutual friends that had been there. I saw them the day before they'd gotten home off the plane and we were at soccer, blah blah blah. And so I knew you were home, but until I saw you, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Like, so and I remember like Justin had gotten up and taken his kids to school and he was coming in the door as I was going out the door and I literally like straight arm just pushed him out of the way and I was out the door he's like where are you going I'm like I have to see my brother he's like I think he's at work like he's okay and I'm like I didn't even there's no explanation there's no until and I sat in that waiting room because you were in a meeting 
And I probably looked like Rain Man, just like rocking back and forth. <laughs> I just, and he walked out in the relief. <laughs> My kids have invaded the garage again. That's, they've been really good. But you Tell know, mom we're almost done. Yeah. In three hours. No, yeah. I'm kidding. No, but the relief of just, and then, you know, and we, I, I hugged you because I just like, and we talked for a little bit after that and just, you know, some of the stuff that was going through your head and, um, and with me feeling guilty because it's not my brother. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that other people couldn't say that. <clears throat> so that was probably one of the top scariest, just sick, you know, but relief and like, you know what? And we've tried, and you have a busy schedule. I have a busy schedule. Our sister has a busy schedule. But like, hey, we need to do more. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to make an effort because, one, we grew up with all of our cousins. Like, yeah. we had like a we commune. Were and yeah, we got we to didn't hang know all it. The time. Yeah. <laughs> our, all of our moms would kick us out of the house and like go somewhere else. And we'd all just, but you know, yeah, that was, there's been some, oh, wow. Yeah, I feel pretty lucky on that one. <sighs> Not to take over. I don't think you were ready to talk. <laughs> no, I the, uh, I mean, I keep that for a reason, you know? Yes. I mean, oh. I told Eric Church, I'm like, we flew to Vegas to see you. Yeah. That's why we came home. We didn't fly there to see Jason Aldean, no offense, but my wife wanted to see Jason Aldean. She stayed home. We came home early, oh, you know? thank God. And um, I remember talking to her <clears throat> early on, I'm like, you missed Aldine at Cape Blanca, but we're making this happen. We're going to Vegas. And she scrapped her plane ticket and stayed home and had a plane ticket to go with us. And she didn't go. And then we, you know, we came back. We decided to come back on Sunday, you know, because, well, we got to get back to work and heck with it. And I remember handing that wristband to a girl and a, a waitress because I put it on loose. And she was so excited. She's like, oh, I just, all I wanted, this is Saturday night when we didn't go. I don't think I've ever said this before on the podcast. I don't think you have. Had that wristband on. There was a bunch of us sitting at a table watching the Duck game. And half the group went to the concert to see Sam Hunt. The other half went to watch the Duck game at the MGM where I kicked a Marine's ass chugging a beer. (laughs) Congratulations. And I said, you know, if you want to go see Jason Aldean tomorrow night, here you go. And I pulled that bracelet off my wrist that I had on loose and I handed it to her. And so did about four of us. And the next day I thought, shit, did I just get her killed? But luckily, it wasn't her. You know, one of our friends called down there and found out, you know, that she was okay. But i that's all I can think about. That poor waitress that thought she got a free ticket to go see Aldine and she was there and lucked out, you know? Yeah. You know, I, and like you said too, I'm a firm believer of when it's your time. You know, it's it's going to be. And I've we've lived that. Um, you know, we grew up on a ranch. We've seen lots of unfortunate things and um, life lessons. And we've we've been around a lot of, you know, accidents or loss. And you learn from it. You learn to live with it. Um, and 
if not saying if you're smart, but if you take the lesson from it, you appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I think that's what makes me so frustrated about this situation is, you know, our grandparents, not frustrated, just on the fence. And, you know, our grandparents are 81 years old. Our grandpa has been living on borrowed time. With pneumonia numerous times. He had major Massive open heart, heart surgery. And tough son of a 30 bitch. 30 years. That guy. By the way, he was on the podcast. If you go back, it's Andy Owens. Because <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> I um, just saw him yesterday. He's like, get over here and hug me. You don't know how many times you're going to get to. I said, fuck it. Yeah, I'm, yep, that's I'm doing caved. it. I caved yesterday. I, I caved. said, it's fine. Grandma, grandpa, mom, come here. Like, Yep. Uh, fine know, i haven't hugged i've done so good but damn but, it i'm tired of not hugging people but how okay so and i guess this is m- kind of my point about stuff and like i said if you are high risk then great you calculated decisions yes thank you and i'm not going to judge anybody for their decisions but holy fuck i'd be pissed if oh he that's what he said if He's he like, dropped dead because that guy is never gonna stop at any time it could happen at any time and if i never hugged my grandpa again and it wasn't the fucking yeah. coronavirus and he yeah. just i mean uh you know our dad is getting up there he's gonna which by the way he called me earlier and i haven't called him back oh, yet. that same, was like 12 same. hours ago i know here watch so, but you know, I'm gonna take a selfie with us in it, and I'm gonna send it to him. <laughs> He's gonna be like, uh, "Use your phone for calling me back." Yeah, but oh, he gets so irritated. He does. He well, and I've told him over and I'll over. I'll wait to send it to him. Don't leave me a message because I don't listen to my messages, right? And never fails. But you know. <sighs> We have undervalued the benefits, not the benefits, the relation and human touch, human interaction, human. Yeah. So. There you go. That's the lesson of this podcast. Yes. We have undervalued human touch, right? Yeah. No, I. And and I've said it over and over the whole thing. Because, you know, they've talked about where the virus has been and it's wiped out nursing homes and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so help me. You put my ass in a nursing home. Yeah. You bring me some Corona with a shot of tequila and I'm going to call it good. Mm, like Peace. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> <laughs> Unless I am racing wheelchairs up and down the hallway. Yeah. If I not, forget I, it. I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a good run. And that's the point. Make it a good run. Like. Do you want to spend your last month? And no, like I said, zero judgment. I'm not a person that wants to spend yeah. time moldering away and like, oh, uh, you know, I would rather come and sit here or, mm-hmm. you know. And like yeah. I said, no, everybody makes the decisions for their house, but I, I am a person that I'm going to live my life. <laughs> yeah and it's gonna be a good run <laughs> well i think that's a good spot to uh put a wraps on it one how long have we been doing longest this? Is it probably episodes sorry. aside from ashley no it's fine it's all I'm good as long sorry. as the pizza's in inside and the kids get fed that's my main concern and i'm sure uh, mrs allen is on top of it she is a rock star uh she Dude, is. her planks right holy monkeys yeah 
So I usually, you know how I end these, but you already, I think you already hit on it. Like, what's your piece of advice? And there you go. I mean, Dude. I think unless you have anything else to add on top of that, but I thought that was pretty good. Well, well, like I texted you earlier, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. And what do you want me to talk about? And like, and you, when you initially text me and said, I want you to be on my next podcast. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why? Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, okay. You know, I'd like. Because I want you to see my lovely hair I that know. I haven't had cut since the last time and you I, cut it. I almost threw my clippers in and I was like. Mm. You know me though. I'm riding dirty. Yeah, I like it. So I can't no more. But like I told you, I couldn't sleep last night. So I was like, man, you know, once you kind of start down the rabbit hole of why would you want to talk to me? What am I going to talk about? I'm really not that interesting. Like some of the stuff I've been through. Okay. But the one thing that kept coming back is just like resilience. And our grandpa has always said kind of no matter what situation we're in. And he usually just laughed his ass off at some of the stuff we did. Um, and my mouth, he laughs. He thinks it's funny, but, um, his, Well, he has two that are just gems. And one is just like grab a root and growl. Mm -hmm. Like, it does not matter what kind of shit you are going through. You just grab a hold and give it hell. Like, (laughs) his other one is, oh, the other one is, it's easier to beg forgiveness than ask permission. Or forgiveness. And that's like what gets me in trouble. You know what I said to him yesterday? Oh, I can't wait. I got out of the car because Preston (laughs) wanted to run the excavator. And we were leaving and he pulls down, down to the corral preston of course had to get out i just got grandpa i'm gonna go run the equipment okay yep so i get out and he goes he looks at me he goes when the hell are you gonna cut that off you look like a mess or whatever you know? <laughs> he's like when are you gonna shave that i said what do you mean i said i'm gonna get tattoos yes. i'm gonna start growing weed we need I, to do that I, not tattoo, grow weed because i don't have a great thumb i'd I'm kill it moving to williams and he's like <laughs> oh shit he goes you're a mess i'm like <laughs> Word. Listen. He's like, when are you going back to work? I said, whenever they make me. Yeah, when they make me. I'm like, right now I'm working from home. I can do everything I need to do. I mean, I miss seeing Ashley in the morning. I miss my coworkers, but I'm safe at home. I can do the radio show from home. I can sell stuff from home. I can drink beer at noon. No, I really haven't done that. I promise. As much as it seems like maybe two, but, uh, it's tempting, but man, I can't do. I got too much work. shit to do. I got, I'm, I got a lot of responsibilities. I got a baby to hold. So, yeah. and I've got frozen beers here to finish. So let's wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Maybe grab a slice of pizza. We need to plan on a tattoo too. And I have one idea, but we can do both sleeves because I'm going all. I think down one arm, I decided I'm going to put all five of the baby feet. Oh, that'd be cute. And it's, uh, it's going to say "Follow Your Path." Oh, right. It's pretty awesome. And then, uh, I don't know, everyone's like, wait till they can write their name, but that's going to take so long for them to write their name. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you should each get, like, at a certain age, them to write their name. And then you could just add on to it. Like, Wait okay, to this- add the name until they can write it. Yeah. Somewhat legibly. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, maybe just the feet and the Here same. Here I am. Not just and a pretty then, face. That's good. <laughs> Rizo, do you design my tattoo? Yeah. Where's Bailey? She's <laughs> no. the one that does working on it. All right, there you go. Episode 33. It's my sister, Kim Nichols. She's the older sister. I can say that. Yep. And uh, this has been a lot of fun. It has been good. uh, This is really good. And we could keep going forever. Oh, my gosh. We won't bore everyone. I don't think they were (laughs) bored. I think this is good for a lot of folks. (laughs) My nose is stuffy. It sounds like there's a diesel truck going by. There's catfish. 
How the hell did he get home? Did you see a semi truck drive by? I no, didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either. No. I mean, my back to the garage, but I did not hear one. Unless his wife is driving his truck. Did Catfish pull his truck in? Oh, she's driving the truck. Maybe I just oh. added him. All right, there you go. 33. Check it out. GarageTalkPodcast.com and wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Tune in. That's pretty good for not doing this for a while. I know. You uh, nailed it. Check it out. Rating five stars. Appreciate it. The more reviews, the more ratings, the better. The more people find it, the more love we share. The more positive vibes we send out there. All right. Love you, sis. Thanks for love coming over. Thanks for the frosty beverages. Girls, what do you think? Should we wrap it up and eat some pizza? Oh, oh. <laughs> this is what I deal with every day. Yep. All right. Well, one of these times we'll do it again. All right. Yeah.